you are not a victim. And this is the sixth episode I ever recorded. And it's in the first series of podcasts. And I wanted to re-release it this week. So take a listen and stay with me. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Hello, podcast friends. How are you today? How are you today? Welcome back to Meredith with a Y. If you're new here, Thank you so much for joining us here. I am your podcast host, Meredith Willits. And yes, my dad did spell my name with a Y. It wasn't just something I decided to do on my own. I've never been able to get a sticker or a magnet or a bracelet with my name on it since birth. So there's my trial and tribulation. How are you all doing today? Are you enjoying life? If you are listening to this, we only have a few more days until the holidays. Are you making a turkey? Are you ordering Chinese out? Are you planning to spend time with friends and family? All these different decisions that we need to make, which we've never really had to make before in this way. It's an interesting time to be reflective and contemplative. What a great word, contemplative, to contemplate to be in one's mind, to think. Don't you love that? Contemplative, such a great word. And so as I was sitting downstairs, just prior to coming up into my podcast booth, some of you know what that looks like. You've been here and seen it. I thought to myself, as I always do throughout the week, what in the billy hell am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? What does anyone want to hear? feel like I've talked about some really big, deep topics. And I always want to bring value to you all that are listening because this is a really great way for me to touch a lot of people and them not having to spend money on an appointment. All you have to do is hit subscribe and listen. So what what is it that I'm going to talk about today? And so I always look to my life and to my clients and to my appointments and say, What's been beneficial to transform me and my thoughts from where I was to where I am now? And what has helped my clients in the past transform their lives from where they were until I can see and they can, you know, tell me that they've had a transformative situation based on our conversations. So today, two minutes and 40-some seconds into this darn thing. Today, I'm talking about blame and being the victim and how that is destroying your life and how we can change it. I will never bring you anything to the best of my ability that does not have a solution or a tool that can help you get out of it. And the only reason I will bring you a topic is because I have found something in my life that can help you. Otherwise, why would I discuss it? I'm not going to sit here and talk about your problems without a tool to help you work through them. That's just cruel and unusual punishment. Plus, I would just be sitting here commiserating with you over the problems of life that we don't know how to fix. 
So today we're going to talk about blame and being the victim. So when you are a person that doesn't take ownership or when you find yourself to be, I don't know if it's a habit or if it's something that you watched through childhood where you blamed or watched someone blame the world around them, people around them, their parents, their spouses, whatever, for their life, their circumstances, where they're at. And so when I look at the word blame, it brings to me the feeling of being a victim and having no control over your life. You have placed the control of your life, the outcome of your life, where you're at right now in someone else's hands. So if I were to blame my parents or my ex-husband or my childhood for where I'm currently and if you're going to blame someone for the bad, you also have to give them credit for all of the good. You don't get to pick and choose and say, oh, well, these things that I went through that shaped my life to where it is, all of the bad shit is their fault. All of my quirks and phobias and mental illness or whatever is because of these things. And my success, my grit, my ability to be successful, you know, successful and a good parent or whatever, that's on me. That I did. And see, so first of all, if we're going to blame, we have to understand that we have literally given our entire life over and how we got here to an outside source. And we're going to continue to do so because we live in a blaming mentality. We live inside of a space of going, well, that's that over there that did this. Because you see, I look at things when you blame and then you make yourself a victim by way of that blaming mentality, when you are a victim, you have no control. You have been put upon. You are in a position of no learning. You are in a position of no blessings. You are in a position of looking at the world around you and having no power. And that, I believe, is why you are not a victim of breast cancer. You are a survivor of breast cancer. You are a survivor of rape, a survivor of violence, not a victim. Because in a victim mentality, you've lost and given away and have no control over your experience and the way that you experienced the situation, the healing, and now the follow through. Okay, so let's go. Let's just take a pause because I'm feeling like we need to take a pause for a second. I want to take a pause and go back to blaming is your way. You are the one blaming. You did this to me. You caused this fight. You're doing this. Okay, blaming is you giving away your power and your ability to change your life. Okay, which therefore then makes you a victim, no power, no control, no learning experience. Okay, so these are things that you're doing. 
No one is making you a victim. They may have victimized you. If you were raped, you were victimized. If you were assaulted, you were victimized. But that does not necessarily mean that now you are a victim because now you can become instead an active participant and survivor. An active participant and survivor. And when you're an active participant, you say to yourself, what's my part? What's my part in this? How can I change this for my benefit? How can I view this and be inside of this and take part in this and and see where I go from this to benefit my life? And you can do this with everything. What's my active participation in this argument with my husband? If someone comes to me and says, my husband, my husband, my husband, I go, okay, that's great. We now know what your husband did. However, I want to know what your part in it was, because that's the only thing that we have power over. What was your part in the argument with your mother, with the argument with your boss? What was your part? What brought you there? And what did you do once you were there? How did you respond? What were your arms doing? What was your face doing? What were your eyes rolling? Whatever it was, what's your part? Because when you start looking at problems, I don't care if they're from your past, your present, whatever, right now in real time, if you can look at every situation and go, you know what? What's my part in this? What did I bring to the table? Because we're not here, people, to change other people's lives. I'm not here to change someone that's not listening to this podcast life. You can forward them the podcast. You can suggest the podcast. And you know what? Honestly, if that's not the funniest thing, people will listen to stuff and go, oh, yeah, I know someone that needs this. But I'm perfect. Oh, I know, I know six people that could use this podcast. <laughs> right? But the thing of it is, is I'm not worried about that, and neither should you be. I want you to be super worried about. I want you to be super inside of. I want you to be super connected to what is my part in my life in everything that I do. What did I do during that real estate transaction that made it go south? Let's go look at that so I can be better and I can learn. Because if I just blame it on the client, if I just blame it on my spouse, I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot because I am taking my life and handing it over to someone else and go, well, it was them. They have all the power. I'm, you know, I'm just a victim here. Just walking around, running into walls, completely helpless. I mean, give me a break, people. You're not helping yourself. Blame no one. Be no one's victim. Stop putting your life into someone else's hands. If you and your spouse aren't having sex, what is your problem? What are you bringing to the table? If you're arguing, what are you bringing to the table? Is it an eye roll? Are you not making dinner? Are you not helping with the kids? I don't care what he's doing. That's his problem. And if you know, if you look at it this and and you're both working on what your active participation is in the life and it's not working out, well then you don't re-up next year and stay married. 
another conversation, another podcast. See, what I have learned, and I, I preach this to my older kids, he who owns the purse strings rules the world. He who rocks the cradle rules the world. Don't let anyone hold your purse strings. Don't let anyone be your puppeteer master. Don't let anyone rock the cradle. You do you. You're in charge of your life. You're in charge of how you experience situations. You're in charge of bringing whatever it is to the table. No one else is in charge of that. If you're, if you know, if your friends or family walk in with a piss poor attitude and they're just, you know, they're not going to bring it today, you can still be an active participant and walk the hell away. Cause that's your part. You smile. I love you. You're all great people. However, you're all pretty tired and maybe you haven't eaten yet. Maybe get a snack. Let me know if you're feeling better in 20 minutes. I'm going to go upstairs and take a shower. Because now I'm an active participant in my own life and happiness. I'm not going to blame you for a shitty night. I'm not going to blame you for a crappy day. I'm not going to blame you for the way I feel. You really are in control of this. I promise you. I used to be, oh, Lord, have mercy. When I started doing this 10 years, my mother could literally call me on the phone and ask me how I was doing, and I would swirl into a into a complete other planet of of just irritation and and frustration. And it was just not good. She could push buttons on me like nobody's business, probably not even meaning to. I was so defensive. I was victimized, victim. Oh, my mom. You're responsible for how you feel. No one on this planet is responsible of making you happy and no one can make you miserable. Walk away. Be an active participant. Well, Meredith, that's easier said than done. I have a boss who's an asshole. Start looking for a new job. Oh, well, that's easy for you to say. No, it's not. Or, you know, pretend like he's nude all the time. Or pretend like he's, you know, missing 12 teeth. Or pretend like every time he talks, he starts a sentence with, I'm dumb, and then continues to talk. I don't know. Change it up in your head. Whatever makes you get through the day. But don't be a victim and stop blaming. Blaming is literally, you might as well have a billion-ton boulder on top of you. There's literally nothing worse than blaming someone for anything. It takes away your power, guys. It takes away your life. It takes away your ability to heal, your ability to be empowered, your ability to move forward. It takes away your life when you blame anyone for anything. Well, it's his fault. Well, it's her fault that I'm not more successful. It's, it's their fault that I'm so screwed up. Okay, well, that was yesterday. Okay, that was 10 years or 20 years ago. You've had 20 years to fix your shit and you still haven't done it. You still haven't done it. There are people that have had it worse than us and there's people that have had it better than us. Those people have experienced their experience many different ways. But I promise you, you could have a good life and you can have a bad life. You can have abuse and you can have a wonderful, idyllic childhood. But I will tell you this right now. 
the way you look at it, the way you blame, the way you decide to perceive your life and who's in control of it and how it affected you will make all of the difference to your day and your life right now. Nothing in the world is more powerful than your mind and the way you choose to look at things. Nothing. Nothing at all. And so if if I were to suggest one thing to you, I would suggest to go back and listen to the episode on forgiveness and work through by way of forgiveness and taking ownership of your life to leave the past in the past. Because when we look back at our life, and these are things that we, A, don't have the entire picture of. We don't know what our parents were going through. And yes, you might, well, my dad was a raging alcoholic and beat the living hell out of me. Not me, I'm talking about people in general. So yeah, my life wasn't great, Meredith. And so yeah, I was in a victimized situation. But no, you don't know the whole picture. You don't know how your dad was raised. You don't know what he was going through. You don't know his mental state. And so we don't know, looking back, not having the whole picture, what led our experiences to be what they were. But whatever they were has brought us to today. And so we need to not begrudge our past. Because when we begrudge our past and when we sit there and make blame and we don't forgive and we carry those bricks around with us, the only life we are ruining is our own. I'm going to repeat that for the people in the back. The only life we are ruining is our own. Because our past cannot be changed. We can ask questions, maybe, hey, mom, why were you such a complete psycho when I was in third grade? Well, Meredith, I was having this problem and that problem and this issue, and I couldn't put food on the table, and I was working all night to try to put a roof over your head. Oh, okay. Perspective from an adult, mother of four. That makes sense to me. I'd be bitchy, too. I'd have a hard time, too. You know, they never say, you don't... You don't really understand your parents until you have your own children. And I think that's because we don't understand how difficult it is to be a happy parent who's always in a good mood and ready to help with homework and make dinner and work and budget bills and all that other crap until we have our own children and are in the exact same difficult situation. And now we go, oh, yeah, being a parent was kind of difficult. So my parents did their best. But maybe you don't see it that way yet. I think we need to look at our past and go, all the people around us, around us, they did their best. And you're like, well, they didn't do their best. I mean, they did this and that and they're a drug addict and they beat the hell out of me and, you know, they didn't work and we were homeless. I mean, I have friends that, I'll be honest with you, their mothers didn't feed them and they had to go to the neighbors to get scraps of food to eat. Trust me, I know I I get it, people. I get it. People can suck. But maybe that was the best that she could do because she had mental illness or she was an addict. And maybe you look at an addict and addiction and go, well, that's not your best. Okay, well, maybe to you it's not. Maybe to her or to him it was. 
give grace. You're asking for it. Give it to the people of your past. I look back on now, now, now with more information, now because I want a better life. I look back now at my past and go, damn, these people really did try. Sometimes it sucked, but they tried. They did their best with what they had. My friends did their best for being 20-year-olds. My, my parents did their best for being 25-year-old parents. My grandparents did their best. Just like I'm doing my best and you're probably doing your best. Your best might be really damn good from an outsider's perspective. You know, maybe you're a mother of four or single mom of two or, you know, dealing with a wacko husband or, you know, working six jobs and you're like, well, I'm over here killing it. Why couldn't they have? Well, that was their best. This is your best. Stop judging the world by, you know, your own shoes. But that anger, that blame, that victimizing of yourself, the only person that's ruining life is yours. That's your life you're ruining today. You're making yourself a victim. You're victimizing your today by blaming what happened yesterday. The best thing I could tell you is to look back at your past as a whole thing. For me, let's see, I'm 48. So I'd look back at 48.9 years or 47.9 years, right? And I would go, everything that happened before today, eh, brought me to here. I'm all right. I'm still alive, doing my best. I forgive everybody. I don't blame them for anything. They did their best. We're all screwed up humans. Someone texted me or messaged me and said, they liked when I said, you're a turd, I'm a turd, we're all turds. Well, guess what? That's the facts, people. We're all turds. We're all doing our best. And sometimes our best looks like a giant pile of dog shit. Sometimes that's what someone's best looks like. But just like we want grace, we extend grace to others. We extend that grace to others. And we extend that grace to others, not for them. They don't know. They don't know. Grace that you're extending is for you. It's for you. It's so that you are not in a situation of blame and anger and being a victim. You look back and you go, eh, it brought me to today. Made me smarter, made me stronger, made me faster, made me a better mom, made me a better dad. My shitty dad made me a better dad. My crappy friend made me a better friend. We tell that to our kids all the time. You learn from everybody. You learn from good managers and bad managers, good bosses, bad bosses, good parents, bad parents, good step-parents, good bad step-parents. Doesn't matter who it is. Good friends, bad friends. You are constantly in a state of going, I like that, I don't like that. I like that, I don't like that. That's cool, I don't like that. So you're constantly learning. Nothing is a mistake. You're an active participant in all of this to move forward, to get you to today, to be the best you you can be. And I promise you, as we speak, if you are a parent or a friend or a daughter or whatever, unless you just literally landed on this planet five minutes ago, I promise you that there are people out there 
that say that you are not the best person. There is someone out there that's like, well, she's actually not that good of a friend. She just doesn't call like she should. Well, she could be a better daughter. Well, he could be a much better employee. Trust me, there's people out there bitching about you, and you're doing your best. Or at least you're trying to. Trust me. Your kids right now are making lists to bitch about when they're 22 years old. I promise you. I thought I was a great mom. Sadly mistaken. My older two kids are more than happy to tell me about my screw-ups when they think of them. So I sit there and go, well, geez, oh, whiz. I got a college degree while I was a single mom living on my own, working uh, at GNC. I did pretty darn good. I'm sure my kids will be happy to give you a list of all the things that I did poorly, including dollar pizzas from Save-A-Lot that I used to feed my children because they were 99 cents a piece. And I think they still are, in case you're hungry. I thought I was killing it. I mean, if I look at it, I don't know how my 23-year-old, actually he's 24 now, wouldn't be super happy about a pizza. But they'll find something. And you know what? I don't care. I did my best. Again, forgiveness. Go back. Listen to the episode. Forgive yourself. I did my best. And to some, it wasn't good enough. But it was still my best. So I ask for grace. I ask for forgiveness. But I'm not going to sit there and put that backpack of bricks on my back and walk around with it and have guilt and be a victim to their words. Hey, look, yeah. I'm an active participant. I wasn't always the greatest mom, but that's okay. I'm doing better today, and I'll do better tomorrow. I'll do my best, but I'm not going to blame my parents. I'm not going to blame my family and friends because it doesn't do me. We're here to change life, people. I'm here to change your life. I want you to have a better life. For me to sit there and have animosity and anger and resentment towards people in my past and blame the world around me for my existence, Waste of time, and it ruins my life. And I don't want to ruin my life for one minute more than I need to or can or have to. Nothing. I don't want to ruin my life. And I don't want you to ruin your life. So stop blaming people. Stop being a victim. Find yourself in an active participation with everything that goes on around you. Ask yourself every single time that something comes up, what's my part in this? What was my part in that? Go back if you want to. Maybe there was something that happened. And say, well, what was my part? What did I bring to that situation? What was my part? And it might be stupid. I think back to this time that I got in this huge kerfluffle with my mom. We were visiting, I think it was Thanksgiving or Christmas. I'm not sure which. And she's a real big proponent on shutting toilet seats, lids. Because when you flush the toilet... It gets everywhere and shoots out, you know, 15 feet in the bathroom. So she's totally bogged out by it. She's a bit of a germaphobe, self-proclaimed. And so I have, the, you know, the kids and and we don't shut necessarily shut the toilet seats at our house. And my husband, you know, that's not what he does. And so the toilet seats are up. So I can literally hear my mother walking around the house, slamming the toilet seat lids. And she's so mad. 
And so we got into this whole nightmare of a fight, you know, because we're we're in her house and there's too many of us, I'm sure. And it was probably overwhelming. Now that I have house guests, I'm like, oh, my God, get, you know, they need to leave. You want your space back. Anyway, so we get in this fight. And so I can look back and go, gosh, she was really super, you know, sensitive. And she just she just caused so many problems. And oh, my God, this whole situation was just like totally her fault. Or I can go, well, Meredith, she told you she liked the toilet seats down. Maybe you could have, I don't know, one conversation with your kids about shutting the toilet lids or your husband. Or maybe you could have been just a little bit more, you know, aware of what was happening. I don't know. But I'll just take it. I'll own it. You know what? I didn't do what she asked. It's her house. It freaks her out. She's got a thing about it. It'd be like if someone was at my house and they were all chewing with their mouths open. I would lit my eyeballs would fall out of my head. My eyelids would literally just curl back and all my hair would fall out if an entire family was chewing with their mouth open every time I had them over for dinner. After the one time, I probably wouldn't invite them back. But we all have our thing. We all have our thing. So that was my mom's thing. And I could sit here and make myself a victim of, oh, she's so mean. Or I can go, you know what? I did nothing to prevent it. I did nothing. Nothing. I promise you, I did nothing. I probably didn't even close the toilet lid myself. Because it's not my thing. And I didn't give a shit. And so I'm an asshole. And so I can blame her for that all I want. And trust me, I'm sure you can go back and find a hundred things where you did everything right and it still turned into a pile of crap. Yes. And so that's when we just go to forgiveness. But in the moment, what's my part? What's my part in this? Was I bitchy this morning? What's my part in this? What's my part in this? What's my part in this? Because I can own, I can... I can be in control of what my part in this situation is. Am I elevating? Did I apologize? Am I keeping eye contact? Am I listening? Did I do what I said I was going to do? What's my part? What's my part? What's my part? What did I bring to the table? This stuff will make you heal. This will change your life. Don't give anyone your power. And when you become the victim by way of your own mind, you are giving away all of your power. You might as well just get down on two knees, put your head down, put both arms out in front of you and just hand it over. Here, you have all the power. I am just a lowly victim. I have no control over my life. Here you go. Every fight we get into is my fault. You are the holy one. Give me a break. Give your power to no one. You stay in your power. Stay in your active participation. Stay in yourself, in your mind. Stay in your forgiveness. Stay inside of it. Stay in it. Stay with it. Don't just cop out and hand blame over to somebody else. Blame yourself. But not in an evil, horrible, victimizing non-forgiving way in a, I'm going to own this and I'm going to walk through this sort of way. Blame no one. Do not victimize yourself. Be an active participant in everything that you have done and do and will do. 
recognize your active participation. Recognize it. What's your part? What's your part in your healing? What's your part in your diet, your workout, your job? What's your part in your future? What's your part in your marriage, your friendships? You're writing your eulogy here, people. What's it going to say? He blamed his life on everyone. He couldn't get out of his own way because he blamed his parents for all of his past and present and future. No one wants that written on their their eulogy, on their obituary, right? You're writing it. You're writing it starting today. Today you get to change everything. And let me tell you what, this is a practice, people, so this takes a while. This isn't easy stuff. Be gentle. Be gentle with yourself. But when you start owning, when you stop blaming, you become present because you recognize what you're doing and you show up in your own body. You're there. You're in it. You're present. You're not in the past blaming. You're not in the future worrying. That will be the next podcast. Living in the present, past, and future and how it affects you. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Please share with friends. Please leave a review, stars, share on social media. Send it to all your friends who are blamers. (laughs) And I will see you right here next week after Christmas. So have a beautiful holiday. Stay in your pajamas all day. Brush your teeth if you want to. Eat lots of Danish. That's going to be my go-to. My favorite is cheese Danish. I buy it every year. That is my Christmas gift to myself. Hopefully you guys are up to date on your wrapping and buying and shopping. So I love each and every one of you. You have no idea. Thank you so much for the messages, the emails, the direct messages, all of it, the comments. You really mean a lot to me. So thanks so much and have a great week. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind-the-scenes footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.